0: Welcome to the Truly Nourished Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women heal their relationships with food and transform how they nourish themselves in body, in mind, and in soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that help you find your peace with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. If you're ready to feel like a truly nourished woman, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. On today's episode, we're talking about having a body you feel confident and comfortable in. Maybe you've gained a few pounds, or maybe you're holding on to some extra weight. Maybe when you look in the mirror, it seems like all you can do is focus on what's not toned or what's a little extra. And maybe you've tried many things too, such as the various food plans some dieting, exercise routines, and nothing's really working long-term. You might think you haven't found the right thing yet, and you're hoping and looking for that one thing that's really going to work long-term. But here is the actual problem. This going outside of yourself to look for an eating plan, a food plan, a tracking app, a fitness routine that's going to be the thing to finally work so that you can have a body that you love living in and that's easy to maintain. We're taught to do this. We're taught to go look outside of ourselves for the answer, but the answer is always us. It's our body. And our culture teaches this to look outside of yourself that you don't have the answers that your body is not the answer your body is the problem is what the dieting culture would say and most people in our culture because everyone's so heavily influenced by the diet industry and so we're all just kind of programmed to go look in this health and wellness dieting industry and to fitness gurus for the answer but This is the problem because, once again, there is nothing outside of you that's going to be a magic wand, so to speak, or a lifelong solution that will allow you to maintain this body that you're happy and confident in. The actual solution is your body's own intelligence, That is really the only thing that can give you a body you feel confident and happy in for life is your body's own intelligence. And here's why. Your body's always giving you signals, cues, and guidance for what it wants you to do for it. When you're connected with your body and tuned into these signals and cues and so forth and all the ways that it speaks to you, You start to know its language, you start to know how it speaks to you and what it's telling you, and you're able to observe also how it responds or does not respond to what you do, to how you eat, how you exercise, and so on. And as you gather this information that your body gives you through its language, you begin to learn and understand more and more what it's asking from you to do for it. And it's asking these things because that's what it needs to be its most vibrant, beautiful version of itself and healthiest version of itself. We have to remember that our bodies are actually smarter than us. When it comes to the body. <laughs> so when you do these things that it asks in response to the signals that it's giving you, you're able to be really in control of any sort of bodily outcome that you want, such as a weight. As long as it's within what your body wants too, right? Right? Like, you can't force your body into being a certain weight, is what I'm saying. The other bonus is because this is coming from your body and you're just honoring your body and respecting its wisdom and doing what it's telling you to do, it means you can sustain this body that you're desiring long term without it feeling hard. It's like your own perfect formula given to you by your body. And it's going to be different from anybody else's formula. And it's going to change as your body changes. And your body will keep telling you what it needs from you, even as it changes. So that you can have this body you love living in and feel confident in for life. That's why when someone is in this constant connection, interaction, partnership with their body... You can be, let's say, in your 40s, like I am, and easily maintain a body that is like you had in your 20s, even when maybe everybody else is talking about gaining weight in their 40s, and you don't really relate to it because it's just not a problem for you. And for myself, I know it's because I'm very, very connected to my body, and that's every other person who doesn't have this problem. It's because they're very, very connected to their body. And because of that, know their body very well, how it speaks to them. And I know what my body needs and I respect that because I have this connection with it. And I honor that even if it's counter to the trends on social media or what the rest of our society is doing and talking about. So based on my body's wisdom, I do my best to give it what it asks of me. And because of that, it shows up as its best version. And I have a body that I feel confident and comfortable in with minimal effort. Not that I don't do things for my body, but it never feels hard. It feels natural and easy. And maybe think about this. Do you have a friend who... Has never dieted, who never seems to be concerned about her body. She never really thinks about food unless she's eating it. She's just naturally seems to gravitate to healthy foods, seems to effortlessly maintain a certain body. It's not because she's so rare or that she's better than you or that she has a secret that no one else knows. It's simply because she's tapped into her body's intelligence those cues and signals for when to eat, what to eat, how to exercise, when to sleep, how much to sleep, and all the other ways that your body speaks to you in terms of emotions as well and emotional processing. We have to tap into our bodies to process our emotions. Whereas if emotions are not processed, they create stress in our body and stress creates this whole Issue with hormones that cause us to want to eat more, to hold more fat, etc. So emotions and emotional intelligence are related to, um, and your your what I mean by emotion emotions, I mean the ability to process and feel emotions and not stuff them down is all related to. Do you have this connection with your body? And so, like this person that I'm talking about, that maybe she's in your life that seems to never have an issue with her body or food, it's because she's connected to her body and she respectfully responds to it. And that's why she seems to effortlessly maintain that a body she likes living in. And this is available to everybody. It's just a matter of learning how to first be connected to your body every day. And then from that place of connection, being able to honor the cues and signals that it's giving you for hunger, for fullness, for the types of foods that it thrives on, for processing your emotions, for sleep, and so on. So when you're honoring and respecting your body's information that it's giving you, it's going to naturally become its most beautiful, natural, healthiest form that it's designed to be. And I just want to quickly mention there's this one other thing that we have to be careful of, and that is not to look at other people's bodies and compare their body to yours and think, well, if my body doesn't look like that, then my body is not good enough or not attractive enough or just not enough of something, not measuring up. So how do I make my body look like their body? So that it meets the ideal. And so that I can have all the things I want in my life. This can be a really slippery slope if we start doing this, right? And that is not respecting and listening to your body. And what's going to happen if you try to create a body shape or size that's just not naturally yours? You're going to then end up trying to force your body to be something that it just can't be, that it's not meant to be and not designed to be. And what's going to happen is you're going to go down this tumultuous path of maybe workouts and different types of dieting, of restriction, all the food plans, whatever it might be, all the ways of tracking your nutrients that ultimately lead you to really struggling with food and your body and probably maybe first losing weight. Or attaining a certain shape, but then not being able to maintain it and having it feel very hard, having it feel tiring, having it feel stressful. And I teach clients how to tap into body intelligence so that you can live free of roller coaster dieting and those exhausting types of workout routines that just are not sustainable. And you can leave behind all the wondering. Will I ever love how I look? Will I really love living in the body that I want to, you know, will I have the body that I want to live in? And there are some things I help people assess in order to determine if they are tapped into their body's intelligence and if they are respecting it in day-to-day life. So the first is, do you eat when your body is hungry? Are you aware of the physical Sensations of hunger that your body sends? Do you provide yourself with nourishment at that time? And even first, do you recognize these signals? Are you connected to your body enough that you sense its hunger cues before you're famished? Or do you tend to be disconnected from your body, meaning you're not paying attention because maybe you're busy and running around all the time? Or Is their diet mentality that even though maybe you sense your hunger, you choose to ignore it? The next thing that we assess and work on is, do you consider your body's physical fullness while eating? Do you stop when you reach that comfortable level of fullness? Your body prefers this comfortable level of fullness because that's where it functions best. So do you stop before overfull or do you have tendencies to overeat and ignore that signal that your body's had enough? And can you sense that signal before you're stuffed? That's the other thing because there's different levels of fullness and if we're disconnected from our body, sometimes we don't sense the signal until we're too full and past that point where our body feels its best and functions its best. The third thing that we do is examine whether your meals are satisfying. So while eating and after eating, do you feel content and satiated or do you still find yourself searching for more or wanting more because you feel unsatisfied? If your meals don't hit the spot, it's because you're not connected to your body in a way that's allowing you to choose the right foods for your body. So this may stem from diet mentality, you know, and categorizing foods as, well, right food, wrong food, good food, bad food, the food rules, and that prevents you from eating what you're genuinely desiring and maybe what your body would really like. Alternatively, you may not be satisfied because you're not connected to your body just During the eating process, you may be distracted by screens or devices or conversations, and you're not connecting with your body during the eating process to register tastes and textures that um, and the, the sensory qualities of food that allow your body to signal that feeling of satisfaction for you. The next thing we do is something called food and body congruence. Congruence just means that something is in alignment, right? So is what you're eating aligned with having your body feel its best and provide it an optimal way of functioning? Does what you eat energize you or does it make you feel sluggish? Does what you eat digest well or does it give you indigestion? Does what you eat allow you to sustain good health or do you tend to get sick a lot? Does what you eat support your muscles and your tissue maintenance or does it tend to increase fat tissue more than other types of tissues so how does your body respond to the food that you eat if you tend if you're if the food you tend um, to choose causes your body to respond in ways that are not preferable to you that's your body saying hey let's try some different food Your body's intelligence is suggesting that there is a better food for you and for it. And the way to discover the best foods for you is by following your own intuition and your body's guidance. And this can only happen by being in connection with your body. So what do you desire to eat? And what do your taste buds love to eat? And we have to be careful with this thing, desire, because you can des- say you desire cake and cookies, but does your body desire that, right? Like this is connection with your body. What do you and it desire to eat? W- and what tastes really good too? Because taste and pleasure are essential as well. What temperatures of food do you really like? And th- what is temperatures do your bo- does your body like? And then how does your body just respond to food hours after eating, days after eating, weeks after eating? The only way we know this is by constantly being in this connection with our body and allowing ourselves to experiment with different foods. Like I think this is what my body is telling me. Okay, I'm going to try this and then observe how does your body respond to that? For myself, I know, and I didn't 100% know this concretely, like I didn't see it so obviously until the past couple years, that my body loves a high-carb diet. I typically, for myself, have several slices of bread each day, and my body functions very well on it. Plus, my taste buds love it too. So I know some people's bodies may not like a lot of bread or a lot of carb. Everybody's unique, and everybody's lifestyle is unique, and that all plays with how our body uses food. So we have to approach this at a very you know, personalized, individual level, but the only way to know is through this, once again, having a connection with your body and being like, I think this is what my body likes. Let me try it and experiment and see how it responds. The fifth way to assess if you're connecting to your body's intelligence is, are you aware of the emotions that you're experiencing and are you processing them? So emotions are energy in your body. And if you feel off or upset emotionally, can you identify the specific emotion? Can you decipher anger versus sadness versus anxiety versus fear versus embarrassment, etc.? Because the ability to know your emotions starts with having a connection to your body. And you might have heard of the phrase emotional intelligence. Having emotional intelligence and emotional resiliency and being able to have emotions without them like really affecting you, that requires being tapped into your body emotional processing like being able to feel and experience emotion and have it move through you without it kind of taking you out that is all that to do that requires you to be you know tapped into your body connected with your body and understand the emotional signals that it sends you if we're not connected to our bodies then we're not going to be connected to our emotions And we will do things like try to eat to feel better. But the food can't resolve the emotion because it's not a food problem, right? So when we're really tapped into our body's intelligence, it's much, much easier to not emotionally eat because we clearly know it's not something that food is going to solve. And we know it's not going to help us feel better. It'll be like, a very, very temporary fix that has a very strong negative on the other side of it. And when we're really connected to our bodies, we don't want our body to experience that negative. So that's the other really big aspect that I work on with clients is okay, emotional hunger versus physical hunger. And that, and then being able to know what is what. And how to work with each one happens by, number one, being connected to your body, and number two, knowing its signals, and number three, being able to respect them. So, hunger, fullness, satisfaction, the body and food congruence with what you're eating, and... Emotional processing are all areas that become optimized and very easy to work with in your life when you're tapped into your body's intelligence and can respect it. And this is exactly how you're able to have a body you feel confident and comfortable in for life. So, if you are carrying an extra 10 pounds, let's say, because life happened and you haven't been able to find that place again where you feel good in your body, this is how you do it through your body's own intelligence so that you can live free of things like roller coaster dieting or free of always feeling like you haven't found the right thing yet, free of any sort of workout routines that just don't feel like you and that are not sustainable for you. And you can leave all that behind and you can also leave behind all the wondering if you're ever going to love how you look by tapping into your body's own intelligence. And I have three private coaching spots available in February if you want to do this work with me. Just reach out to me on Instagram at Rebecca Laurel Hill or email me, hello, at RebeccaLaurelHill.com. And we can jump on a call to see if this type of coaching is a really, really good fit for you and will give you the results that you want. Thank you so much for being here. I love being here with you. Have a fabulous week, my friends. Hello, beautiful listeners. If you enjoyed what you heard on today's episode, if you had some breakthroughs or an aha moment, I would absolutely love to hear what those were. Tag me at Rebecca Laurel Hill on Instagram, or you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me get an idea of what's landing, what you want to hear, and more of what you want to go deeper on so that I can serve you at the highest level. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Let's all rise and change this world together by living as truly nourished women. Thank you again for being here. I'll talk to you in the next episode.